Rebecca Reinhardt resigned her job as city controller last October 25th. A few hours later, she stood in Nichols Park in West Philadelphia with a small group of supporters. I'm here to announce that I am now a candidate for mayor of our great city of Philadelphia. Reinhardt is the fourth former city controller to seek the mayor's office. It seems like a logical progression, moving from watchdog of city finances to being in charge of them. But none of those who previously attempted it have succeeded. I spoke to Reinhardt about the race in her office. She was the only candidate to decline to come to our studio, so I sound a bit off mic. I started with the unusual route she's taken to the mayor's race. You began your career in the private financial sector, then went to city government. Now, that's kind of a reverse commute. What attracted you to city government? Yeah, well, my uh, career path has been anything but linear. I uh, grew up in the Philadelphia area, but uh, spent about nine years in New York. Went to grad school in New York and then stayed there and worked in finance. And while I worked in finance, I saw so many local governments. I worked on trading between local governments and uh, Wall Street. And so many local governments didn't make the best financial decisions for themselves. And I really wanted to help government work better. Uh, And I felt strongly that I needed to leave in order to come help Philadelphia. I grew up in the Philadelphia area and wanted to be on the right side of things. Uh, So to me, it's very much about what drives me every day, and what drives me is to make Philly work. And that's what brought me back. Okay, and so you joined the Nutter administration. Well, I first joined the Nutter administration as the city treasurer uh, in 08. And that was a time uh, when there was a lot of market upheaval. Um, there, We were in a deep recession. Uh, so I spent the first six months or so working uh, – long hours to restructure the city's bond issues because interest rates were going sky high on our variable rate debt. And then we had a cash crunch. Uh, So I was working uh, around the clock on that. Um, We had to halt our vendor payments for some time in 2009. Uh, So there there was a lot of intensity around around that uh, several-year period Uh, And then I was uh, promoted to the city's budget director. Okay. And then you stayed on in the Kenny administration. I stayed on with Mayor Kenny in his cabinet as the chief administrative officer, which had about 1,000 employees reporting up, 10 departments and functions, the back office function of the city. And I did that for one year before deciding to run for office. Okay. And uh, you resigned to run... And I remember talking to you during that campaign, and you criticized the then incumbent, Alan Budkovitz, who you defeated in a stunning upset. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you had said he made the office too political and did nothing but hold press conferences, and you wanted to be a problem solver and work with government to find solutions. That was my ideal. That was uh, what I wanted to do. I had a vision where I would present... Uh, the problem and solutions as the city controller and the mayor uh, would say thank you for that and would 
implement the recommendations. Uh, it worked. I mean, Governor Rendell told me that that's the way uh, it functioned when Seidel was controller and he was mayor. Uh, so that was my vision. It didn't quite work out that way. Uh, but that was my vision when I uh, took office as city controller. Okay, because one of the first things um, that you did a report on was the city's sexual harassment policy. This was at the height of the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. And you set up a hotline and everything. But that was something that was under your purview as chief administrative officer, I and mean, you had never done any of those things. So I just wondered why wait till you became city controller. No, I would disagree. I would push back on your assessment of that. Um, the genesis of my office's uh, audit of the city's sexual harassment policies, payouts, and procedures came from um, several things that happened in the year or two uh, that I was uh, running for office. It was sheriff, the former sheriff, um, was uh, accused of sexual harassment. Um, and in fact, the city um, validated and substantiated those claims and handed the report right back to him as the head of the department. And there was no repercussion for that. Um, that this was also the time that the parking authority uh, was uh, the place of much uh, sexual harassment that was publicly reported on. Um, these were things that occurred uh, while I uh, was running for office, and it made me uh, feel strongly that in my role as city controller that I needed to take a stance on this and needed to look at these policies citywide um, for how the city handles this. Okay. And that's why I did that. Okay. Of course, you did many, many audits during your tenure. What are the things that you think had the most impact? First, I audited every department every year, which wasn't occurring uh, before me, but also did special audits and... Uh, that audit that you mentioned of sexual harassment uh, policies and procedures did lead to change, not as much as I had wanted, but it did lead to some uh, change. And my uh, investigation into the city's response to the civil unrest, uh, I think, was a very important investigation to lay out what happened and to chart a path forward. Uh, as well as uh, my work around uh, a wide variety of issues. I did the uh, audit on policing uh, right before I announced my run for mayor, uh, which showed a lot of serious issues in the police department that I plan to fix as mayor. Um, So I think that I really expanded the role of the controller's office beyond just the traditional audit function to looking at some of the city's toughest issues. Uh, And uh, now I'm looking to uh, actually be in the position to make that change happen, which is mayor of our city. Right. Many city controllers before you have sought the mayor's office. And I'm just wondering if that was always kind of in the back of your head that you'd run for mayor. Was that kind of an ultimate goal of yours? No, I don't. I don't look at it. uh, I don't look at things that way. I take steps uh, to have a greater impact on the city. When I ran for controller, I ran because I saw so much happen within the city government um, that needed to change. I wanted to have an independent voice. And as 
a person with a strong financial background, I thought that's a great job for me to do. And I thought I could make change happen from that position. Um, what I found after five years is that I had a great impact, but in order to truly make our city government work, I had to run for mayor. Uh, so I think that it's a decision that came along uh, over time. Mm-hmm. And as you said, you were motivated because you could only make recommendations as controller, mm-hmm. but now you're going to be in a position to really change things. What specifically, you mentioned policing. hmm what what else specifically that you reported on as controller do you think that you can affect change to as mayor? Well, a lot of different things. I mean, first, uh, I mean, I've released uh, plans and action items for what I would do to make our city safer um, and cleaner. Uh, as city controller, I reported out on what works around gun violence since 2019 and urged the mayor to do more. As mayor, I will treat this issue with the urgency it deserves and take the steps that I've called for. Um, uh, on trash pickup, uh, as city controller, I reported out on the inequity of on-time trash pickup times, depending on the neighborhood you live in. Uh, that is something I absolutely will fix as the mayor of our city. Um, policing, uh, yes, I will make those changes. Um, there are so many different areas where our city is not working right now. Uh, and I am the best person to take uh, all of my experience, all of my knowledge of how the city works and doesn't work, and hit the ground running on day one to fix it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I happened to run into Councilman Curtis Jones this morning and told him that I was interviewing the candidates, and I said, what would you ask them? And he said, well, I've been going to a lot of these forums, and there are a lot of good ideas out there, but how do you make it happen? How would you make those things happen? Yeah, well, I'm the only one running that actually has city executive experience. I ran the controller's office and ran it successfully for the last five years. Um, Ed Rendell was the last mayor to come into the office running the office, the DA's office, uh, with that level of executive experience. Uh, and I know how to get things done. I've got things done as city controller in my office in made changes uh, needed as and as chief administrative officer. Uh, I worked with the departments to cut the length of time to pay vendors. I know how to get things done in the city system. Uh, it, is it always easy? Absolutely not. It's not always easy, uh, but it's doable. And um, the city employees uh, really want a good leader, and uh, there's a lot of opportunity to improve things. And uh, I know I can start on day one to make the changes that are necessary. Okay. If the primary comes and goes and it turns out you're not the nominee, what is next for you? Would you want to seek a different office, go back to Bear Stearns? (laughs) <laughs> well, first, absolutely not go back to Bear Stearns. I left with a with a mission uh, to help this city. Uh, I plan to win. Okay. I plan to win and be the next mayor of Philadelphia. Well, thank you so much for making time for me. Thank you. Thanks. Rebecca Reinhardt is the former city controller and one of the contenders for Philly mayor. On our next episode, we're talking with grocery store magnate Jeff Brown. This city's been deteriorating for 50 years. We keep on putting the wrong person in charge. And we keep on ending up with politicians and nothing gets resolved. 
I'm KYW News Radio City Hall Bureau Chief Pat Loeb. You can listen to Who's Running for Philly Mayor on the Odyssey app and all the places you get your podcasts. If you know someone who wants to know more about the candidates, tell them about the show. Thank you for listening.